good morning. Welcome to this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm your NCAP host, James Madison. And tonight, let's talk about everyone's favorite Oath Keepers, the Boys in Blue, the 5-0, Adam-12. I'm, of course, talking about the filthy fucking bigs. Now, not all cops are bad, but they are all criminals. Why? All these laws made by the federal government are bullshit. The judicial branch and all that. <sighs> and why do I say that? Having a constitution and a government that's supposed to be subservient to the constitution doesn't really work real well when the government isn't subservient to it. It's supposed to kind of prevent a government monopoly, but it seems to be exactly what we have. I mean... Just look at the fucking police force. Nothing more oligarchical than that. Tell me, what if I told you there's men and women who take it upon themselves to keep order and balance in the land? They take an oath to the Constitution, but in one breath, one sign of a pen from one bad president, these same cops... We'll forget the first, second, and all the other amendments. Kick down your door, kill you, your dog, and take your firearms. But you have the right to remain subservient. Mm. And we allow this. No. We do need... <laughs> cat, I'm trying to work here. Yes, cat? Can I not work? Like, this is work. Now. I think a lot of the best cops are, have retired. Remember the blue flu about nine months ago? Cops are tiring by the thousands all across the country. But who was left? What cops didn't retire... When rioters are getting away with it. Guns and whatnot. Murders and drug dealing and shoplifting. Fire bombings, assaults, breaking and entering the B&Es and you name it so much more. These cops are told, stand down. And like good little bitches they did. Let me tell you, the state loves good little bitches. Perfect pawns for the perfect job. After all... What pieces do you move first on the board before you start moving the more vital pieces? Typically the pawns, which would be the cops. And then the rooks would jump out. And that would be the state boys. The knights of the feds. And they works with chain of commands all oh, to keep that precious king who can't remember his own name safe. And that's only for now. So... Just a couple examples of what I mean. What was it? Patriot Prayer? I think that was the name of the group. December, was it 11th? No, no. It was before that. It had to be before the Mass Cop Exodus, so... Hmm. 
since my phone doesn't like to record while I read things on another page, I'll have to just go off memory here, sadly. There was a older gentleman, part of a Patriot prayer group. He was shot in the back of the head for being a Trump supporter, and the cracker-ass BLM supporter, with the revolving fist, or revolution fist on his hand, around his neck, walked. That's right, boys. He walked. A grandfather of three and a father of four. And all the memories of that family are on the sidewalk, forgotten forever. Tell me, what kind of police force would allow such gross violations of personal liberties? And smile. Every fucking cop that's left. Like I said, I think all the best of them retired. The ones who would say no to unconstitutional orders and edicts. And they did. And you know what? I respect the shit out of them. And the whole police came out of slave catchers is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. The deepest, purest bullshit. That's part of that 1619 horse shit. Now, they were policing, but policing's a verb. Just because someone's policing doesn't mean they're the police. Please, I regularly police the comments. Get what I mean? How about Attila? Have you heard about this? Attila's Gym in New Jersey? Actually, my lovely Make Politicians Afraid Again hat was purchased on their online store. It's a very nice hat. High-quality snapback. They have it in mesh and firm cotton. Only about 30 bucks. They include shipping handling in that, so it's like 25 plus $5 shipping. It arrived within a week. A million out of ten stars. I even added a little... Anarchy patch and a Rosnacrucian pin for anyone who might know who the Rosnacrucians were. But Actilis Jim, that filthy fucking state, told this Jim, you're not allowed to open your business. Mm, the state says no to your business. Have a nice day. Suffer in silence. He says no. Opens up his opens up his doors and allows people to come in and just get that pump, maybe even a big pump, maybe a little pump or a little pimp. Now, the state does not like that, and with hours, people called the cops and reported the gym was opened. And let me say right now. If you're the type of individual that reports a business open during lockdown or people not wearing their mask, I want you to know something. You would have turned in Jews during World War II. That's who you are. The same people calling the cops for neighbors not wearing masks are the same people who were turning in Anne Frank. And they don't even know that. They think they're the good guys. Really goes to show what happens when you give one random fucking person off the street a little bit of authority. 
not even official authority, just the authority to get authorities involved. Now imagine what happens when you give them real authority. And a gun. And a badge. And state armor. Ooh. Sounds like you have a problem. And it's federally backed. Like most of your problems. Now, in lieu of saying defund the police, no, 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 defed them. In fact, defed everything. The federal government has no place putting laws in. There should be no federal laws. All laws should be on a state-by-state -state basis, voted on by that state's constituents. And of course, as rational humans would go, you would have very similar laws throughout the country. Laws that are recognized across the board. And the federal government should really only be there to enforce these states' laws as individual states. Special cases. 50 of them, actually. But no, 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 no. The federal government's so much more busy collecting your tax dollars and sitting on their asses. But did you hear about the six? Oh no. Please. I hate that shit. Not to mention all this UFO footage. It's clearly a distraction. It's not even extraterrestrial. Drones, weather balloons, and they're not even trying to hide it very well. Interesting, isn't it? Just a little. Now back to what I was saying. How about these cops in New York? That illegal... Black Lives Matters mural right in front of Trump Tower, wherever the fuck that gaudy building is. <sighs> Illegal, illegally painted, no city or whatever approval. And these cops sit there and they protect a piece of illegal vandalism. Now, I wouldn't care so much, except for they made these rules themselves. And they're sort of in a state of rules for thee, but not for me. But allow me to tell you, that doesn't fucking fly with me. Cops are routinely arresting people for not wearing masks, not socially distancing. Cops are giving out tickets for skateboarding on sidewalks. Do you really need a police force for this? And you know what the Constitution says? It doesn't say police. It says a local and well-armed militia. What does that even fucking mean? That means no federal police, no state police. Every city hires private security, aka a militia group. As far as I'm concerned, Michigan can hire Blackwater to protect it. And it's easier to fire privately hired guns than it is to fire a cop. A cop can beat a man half to death and be out on the streets the next day. Rodney King ring a bell, anybody? Anyone? Rodney King? No, that's forgotten. Uh, people reacted to Rodney King the way they reacted to George Floyd, except for, unlike George Floyd, it was justified with the Rodney King incident. Ooh, hot take. No, no, not really. Kind of just an honest take. And they were almost all back out the next night, patrolling. And they beat a man half to death on the streets. You know what's funny? If someone hadn't recorded that, they would have gotten away with it. And Rodney King probably would have died on that street. 
Mm. Dark. Just like I like my coffee. Now, a privately hired militia, let's just take Blackwater as an example. If you know what Blackwater is, it's a private militia, arm and private army, private militia, and private security group you can hire. They have a lot of interesting connection to the Bush and the Obama administration that's worth reading into. Simon Mann. Fascinating guy. Sorry, the audio seemed to have cut out. Anyway. These cops will do anything for money. Paycheck. Just to not be the person being beaten or arrested. Do you know cops will arrest people who defend their property from rioters because it's easier to arrest someone protecting... It's easier to arrest one person than have to deal with prosecuting or arresting for half a dozen others. But... You shouldn't be allowed to have a firearm to protect yourself. You know what that Second Amendment's for? To protect you from the state. Threats, foreign and domestic, and you can't deny it. The threat's very much domestic and foreign right now. And uh, you gotta love the ghost gun shit. How the fuck are you gonna enforce any of that? Guns? Get the fuck out of here. Now... You can't enforce that in any real way. You'd have to, like, raid and search and have probable cause and do health checks and whatnot. Oh, what does the Supreme Court rule? You can't use any of that as an excuse to raid somebody's house and confiscate their firearms. Oops. And let me say, it's nice to see the Supreme Court has some fucking balls for a change. You have any idea how long I'm sitting in my ass waiting for them to do something? Sure, it was a handful of months ago when they could have done something. Shout out to my boy Clarence Thomas. That man's a fucking... Beast. You should read his uh, little notes he has. He's been adding notes to court cases and shit. Though he does fa- talk about finally remembering Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And let me tell you, that bitch could have retired 50 years ago. 40 years ago. And that's it. There would be no- nothing of note to care about with her. I've bitched about Arby. I've bitched about Ginsburg's ass before. No point to do it here. After all, I can only speak ill of the dead in this situation. So moving on. People need to make sure that they can protect themselves. And it's this weird, long-standing, subservient state we've been been in. Ooh. But they are purposely passing all these laws so you can't protect yourself. Interesting, isn't it? like the state wants you to not be safe. Now why would the state want you, the people of the, we the people to be afraid of the machine? Because in that case you won't rage against the machine. And let's be honest, even that band rages on behalf of the machine these days. I laugh so hard at that little bitch Tom Morello. I imagine the only thing he fingers is his own pussy these days. Me and himself and his guitar. And it it's really sucks to say because clearly I'm not 
anti any sort of law enforcement. It's just all laws should be on the f- fucking state level, not the federal level. The federal lo- the federal government should only be there to enforce the laws of its land, but the laws of its land need to be settled on a state by state basis. Every state is different. Every state has different people, different mentality, different industries, different things going on. And all drugs should be legal too. Maybe not on a state level, right? But not illegal on a federal level. Where does the Fed get off telling you what you can and cannot put in your own body? Legalize all and put a regulation on it. And with the regulation, people can choose to get the safer stuff or keep the back door open and allow people to buy off the streets if they so wish. You will have a crowd for both. And that's just how it is. But the war on drugs, which has been used to justify the murder of thousands of Americans, if not more, is ridiculous. We've been waging the war on drugs ever since that goofy fuck... Well, Reagan's first term was good, his second term was pathetic and feckless. And his fucking wife was to blame for half of the D.A.R.E. program's failures. And ever since then, Republicans and Democrats alike have been using this mythological war on drugs to basically control and keep shit flowing. You know, the money sold... America sells drugs itself. America is a drug dealer. Look into all these different parts of... What was it? Um, MKUltra. They were supplying LSD randomly to people not to mention the federal government throughout decades has placed drug dealers strategically in various areas be it wealthy areas or poor lower areas to hawk drugs and run social experiments on its own people these are all real just look up operation midnight climax where the government the federal government paid for lsd acid cocaine meth and prostitutes but if you as a civilian buy any of that, oh, you're fucked. Oh, you're so fucked. Starting to seem a little evil, right? But no, these are the people you want. After all, the government's here to help you, am I right? Hmm. And it's also suspicious how in America anyone who ever preaches about peace and unity gets killed. Kennedy, JFK, Malcolm X, John Lennon, it goes on, and 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 on. Gandhi didn't get killed, though. All of these foreign people who preach peace live. It's in America where they always die. Weird. My whole point with all this is, the cops are not your friend, because... They are good little dick riders for the federal government. And the federal government hates you. You're just a cash cow to it. If they could wipe you out and still have something to grind the system away, it would fucking keep going without you. I'm not even kidding. The machine we have built in this country operates regardless of who runs it. And all they can do is slightly pull it in one direction or the next without completely shattering it. 
What happened to the last president? Are you going to tell me America is just back to pre-Trump era already? No. And it never will be. From here, the machine can only do one of two things. Either Biden will be the last death throes of it, which it fucking feels like, let me be honest. Or it can start repairing itself and get a little fancy software update and be more good for us. <laughs> but I have a strong feeling it's the former. And people need to start thinking what comes after this. What do we do with money? Well, what's not going anywhere? Too many countries have introduced the internet into their lives, and too many countries are trading online right now. So, get the fuck out of the U.S. currency. Get into crypto. Get into non-physical NFTs, non-fungible tokens, of course, and just anything that's not physical. It's hard to fuck with the value of digital property. Not always, but in many cases. We need to start buying crypto and remove money from the federal government. Or better yet, allow them to drown in the swamp of cash they've created. Meanwhile, our money's all on our phones and our pockets. Neat and clean, neat and clean. Side note, have you heard about this thing called Fedcoin? That's jokingly called Fedcoin. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. But the federal agent, the, the IRS is working with the, with the uh, revenue service or whatever the fuck. Like uh, the, the treasurer or whatever. On making a federally backed cryptocurrency. Oh my god. Can you smell the fucking fuck up that will be? But as I was saying before. The strongest government in the land needs to be the local government. That way the local government. That way. So here's how it works. Strongest government in this order. Strongest first. Weakest last. Strongest. Federal government, or sorry, strongest local government. Absolute strongest. And then one step down from that in strength should be the state government. And one step weaker, the weakest government in the land should be the federal government. The only time we should the federal government increase its war efforts or increase its powers during times of war, and then it needs to be immediately knocked back to where it was. But we don't. We never do. So much of the shit we deal with every day was supposed to be temporary. We just never asked for it to go away. TSA at airports was supposed to be temporary. You know, just just a little while to we could be confident in American safety. And now TSA is forever part of the airplane experience. Seriously, isn't it awful? Eh? <laughs> Uh, what else? The NSA. That whole spying operation will be temporary. It's still going on. <laughs> Our ongoing funds into other countries. Like we, we still have soldiers in Germany that are... Like, we have soldiers there left since World War II. Like, they're not the same soldiers since World War II. We keep sending people over that replace the ones that have died since then. It's like, why are we there? Why are we even there? But we never actually try to roll back the state or the federal government. We just act like, oh, okay, this is life now. And because that's what we do, it does become our life now. And we're all just so fucking tired and stuck in it. The system's not racist. The system just hates people. It doesn't want you to be successful. And if it is, it's because you're dangerous. 
and then they will try to sabotage you. This system doesn't reward loyalty. It rewards selling out and abandonment. <sighs> I wonder what the forefathers would think of this country now. If they were given an unbiased story or an unbiased recap of what's happened since they passed away, what the fuck would they think? I can't help but wonder if they feel a little twinge of shame. Or would they be proud? I feel like pride would have been fleeting perhaps around the 60s. And it only went downhill from there. But let's be honest, the government here wasn't always corrupt. It got that way. This country used to be ran by farmers. Hard-working men and women. The soil and sweat of the earth formed this country. And now people go in thousandaires and leave million and billionaires. If you work for the federal government or any government, you should be making minimum wage, and even that's a blessing for you. I don't really think the president should be a paying job, either. I mean, you get to live in a house rent-free. You have a wait staff that serves you hand and foot constantly. It's four years of being royalty. Eight years tops. It hurts to see what happens to our tax dollars every day. But on the state level, it's starting to change, isn't it? Independence and people on the right are starting to take more and more seats on the local level. And for better or worse, the left is very individual-driven, while the left's very, very collective-driven. Collectivist versus individualism. Interesting war. So, with a Democrat government that hates you, and an out-of-touch, semi-Republican, independent, local government that wants to help you, what do you, as an American citizen, do? This is what you do. You look at C-SPAN first. The non-biased source. And then you go online. You look for NewsGuard certified sources. With the biases and everything ranked. And you go from there. Personally, I would recommend looking up C-SPAN articles on the topic you're interested in specifically. And then going on YouTube and finding people on the left and right talking about it. And from what you've read, what they've said, and what you can see with your own eyes and put together, make a decision. And if your decision doesn't line up with the bulk of society, so fucking be it. We've created an element where people are far too afraid to speak and voice differences and opinions. And as a country, we cannot exist with that being the policy. People have to be able to stand up and say, no, I believe this. The collective may think this, 
that I think this. It only has ever taken one man or woman in the right place to inspire generations to come. Not that it's a great example, but Lenin, Marx, just two names come to mind. And then even here you have George Washington, Napoleon, Alexander the Great, Caesar, Lincoln, Trump, Reagan, Kennedy, because I need to throw a Democrat in there. And he's the only good one I can think of. Uh-huh. LBJ was alright. A little unfair hatred towards him. But. It's only ever taken one person. To change everything. Do you think maybe. They want everybody to think alike. And be uniform. So that one voice can inspire millions. Anyway, this has been Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Singleton. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and giving this podcast your humble time.